Welcome to the show. <laughs> Are you lighting dumpsters on fire? Plus, that was bad. The whole plane smells like weed. Those were the days. It's a joke, you idiot. He's like, oh, it was great. We used to live in the subway tunnels. Good old innocent fun. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back to Troublemakers, the podcast where each week we bring on a guest and we tell crazy stories about their lives. I am your host, Dylan Krasinski, with you as always on a beautiful day in Brooklyn. Just hang, hanging out, having a good time. With me, as always, is my number two, the guy who sits to my left, the indisputable, the always enigmatic Mike T. Kerrigan, everybody. Man, I love those big words before my name. That's Listen, great. I, I look in a thesaurus before every episode. Yeah, even thesaurus at this day and age is, <laughs> is a mind blower. Yeah, and uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and comment. We're on TikTok, YouTube. Spotify, everywhere you can find podcasts. Get in there. Get in the comments. Let us know what you think. Troublemakers on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Pods. Apple Pods. The uh, Troublemakers underscore podcast on Instagram, which is kind of annoying. Troublemakers podcast on TikTok. Uh, There are other troublemakers. So don't, if you go to the YouTube, uh, if you go to the Instagram, don't subscribe to the other troublemakers podcasts. Subscribe to ours. Just look up our names, Michael Kerrigan or Dylan Krasinski, and we pop up. They get it, right? You know, know, these kids are, these kids know what's going on. Of course they do. They're savvy. They know the internet, baby. Yeah. And this is an exciting one. We haven't done, it's no guest today. A guest, a guest driven pod with just the boys. Well, you know what? That's how we started. I know. That's how it all started out. Back in the Long Island days. The back in the Long Island days, for people who know, if you know, you know, Mike T. Kerrigan was the only person who would come out and record podcasts with me on Long Island during the pandemic. I just so. love I love going to the suburbs. I like just being, you know, walking around. I love that that American vibe you get out there. Plus, on the train <laughs> ride over here tonight, and I've been this is like a continual thing I've been talking about in my act. Of course. Is dumps in the subway. <laughs> which I've had a lot of run-ins recently. I would say if there was like a poop meter, like the uptick in pooping, today someone pooped on the, the first car. And I got on the first car specifically in my head. I go, oh, Mike, I know what I'm doing today. The bums won't go on the first car because it's right beside the conductor. And I was in the safety seat. I didn't even get to sit down before I had to get off the train. You think these, you think these conductors are going to step in and do anything about someone oh. shitting on the subway? No, and the other night over at West 4th Classic, if you want to see like Pure. a big, Pure, yeah. unadulterated chaos. West just a, Forth. Just a degradation of society. You go to West Forth. Dude, guy doing a screamer. And I don't know if the people at home know what a screamer is. A well, screamer Tell is, them what a screamer is, yeah, Mike. Obviously. It's a screaming, angry dump. So there's a big difference between like a screamer and a leaner. A leaner is a, a practical <laughs> dump. You know, he's dumping because he needs to. He's doing it in a corner or wherever. Mm. A screamer was in the entrance. So he's in the entrance. As people are coming in, screaming so loud. And I'm going to be honest with you. The kid had heart. The kid had heart. What he didn't have was toilet paper. I did paper. not know what that, I did not know that that's what a screamer was. Yeah. I thought it was just a homeless person screaming. Little did I know, a homeless per- person dumping and screaming at I, the I'll same time. I'll be honest. Time. You see a lot in the city and you, like nothing shocks you. When you see it and you see like the expression of, it's a rage and dump combo. You're like, I don't know. I just, I don't know what to tell you. You know what it is? Because that's a private instance. That's a, that's a private incident. You want your privacy. The other day I was walking by and very, very nonchalant. I was on a run, running again, not to brag. Uh, I've been doing a couple miles a day. Specifically to brag. That's the only, (laughs) 
<laughs> the only reason you brought it up. I've been doing a mile and a half, and I was on my That's run good. around here in Brooklyn, and uh, I ran past this guy, and I noticed as I was approaching, he literally just leaned up against the wall, put his back to the street, and just started going to the bathroom. This is broad daylight across the street from a school. No care in the world, TP? you know? Did he have TP? No, no, oh. he was just peeing. He was just peeing. Oh, just a pee. Okay, all right. I mean, yeah, casual, but that is, you know, I had, I had a roommate in college who got arrested for that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know. If you dress bad enough right now, I don't think you can get arrested for that. They don't want, to, they don't want that in the back of the car. Yeah, they're just, you'll be back, you know, you'll be back on the streets in a half an hour. But that's a bold move to scream and draw attention to yourself. It's very, you gotta, you gotta stay quiet. You gotta stay under the radar. Oh, but that was, scream, dude. Dude, he did it in the, you know, right when West 4th, right when you're entering. So yeah. he wanted the confrontation. It was a, it was such a mix of rage and dumps. And it was also, you're worried about his, you're like, is this... If it's just straight constipation, we need to get this guy to the emergency room. Listen to him. Yeah, he's going to have a heart attack. You know, oh. that's, that's, how, that's how Elvis died. I think yeah. we've talked about this on the pod. He had a, he had a heart attack on the toilet because he was so constipated. From painkillers. From painkillers that he killed himself. Oh. His heart gave out. That sounds like it was like a, a planned suicide, the way you put it. He's like, yeah, he killed himself on the toilet. Just totally bit it. Dude, I, when I was younger, I think I mentioned this before. When I was younger, I used to think that Elvis died of a heart attack because he was eating too many peanut butter and banana sandwiches. He had those fried sandwiches. He did sandwiches. eat a lot of those. From I watched a thing with his maid. You know, a lot of people don't know this about Elvis. They think he was a Christian, actually a cultist from a young age. I'm Dude, not kidding. Really? His brother spills the beans on the whole thing, his half-brother. Interesting. Is yeah. that Maybe that's how he got famous, the Illuminati before the Illuminati. Well, I don't know, but it's just one of those things. Back in the day, you they wanted you to keep that... Like that image up. Remember, he went to the military. Mm. I'm sure he oh, didn't yeah. have to serve. You know, I, I mean, you would think he wouldn't anyway. Well, right? could you imagine that today is like people, a celebrity serving with you? If you were in the military, our was celebrities a draft. are so unhinged, you don't even want them to have a gun. You're like, this person's so scary. Can you imagine normal. that? You're serving and you just turn around and like Justin Bieber is, you know, next to you in the trenches. I doubt it. The, inedible, the inevitable war with China. I mean, get ready, baby. Oh, there's no war. China, come on. China's our buddies. Our good friends. We got China Joe in the office. He's there his best friends. Dude, Hunt, we got Hunter. He'll go over there and, you know, schmooze him. He knows them all. Back-to-back uh, uh, -back episodes. Hunter Biden, baby. Yeah, Hunter um, Biden. Dude, you know what? I'm very disappointed in the oh, whole Hunter Biden. There's no, dude, me. they're not giving me any new hot vids. He was on vacation right now. He's but on vacation you know, with his what dad. was hilarious that it actually happened on this podcast is, remember we were talking to one of our guests? Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, my friend... This guy's friend used to get dick pics from Hunter. So I assumed, you know, back, you know, at mm -hmm. the time of these tapings, he's like, no, dude, two days ago. <laughs> that was very recent. Yeah, so he's still like, I, that actually hit my mind. Like, what if they're covering up for him so bad that if you go to D.C., he's like flaunting it. Like, you walk in a bar, you're like, dude, Hunter Biden's in there with his dick out smoking crack at a bar. And like, there's media around him. Like, Rachel Maddow's drinking in the corner, and you're like pointing. She's like, I, I, I don't see anything. He's drinking the blood of children. Oh, she's the worst. <laughs> She's not good. The opposite of how they're talking about New York and L.A. They're like, it's so bad. But when you're here, it's like kind of bad. It's the opposite. In D.C., it's like, oh, Hunter Biden's fine, but it's actually really bad. Yeah, they're shipping um, a lot of immigrants into in New York City and D.C. right now. And I feel bad for those immigrants because they get off at Penn Station area. They're like, dude, this is worse than where I came from. At we least, left a third world country. At least there was grass where we were. God yeah, there's damn people it. like grilling in like trash cans. It's you know, that's uh, that's something I, that going back to our uh, peeing outside thing. Yeah, you couldn't get arrested for that today if you tried. I remember when I was in college, there was a uh, their bar got raided. Have you ever been in a bar that got raided by the police when everybody's like underage? 
No, never. Never. Dude, that was big. In uh, I remember in college, uh, it was one night we went to a bar. We used to go to this bar all the time. And it was so bad that you didn't even need to bring a fake ID. They would just like let you in with your ID that said you were 19 years old. Yeah. It was that type of bar, right? So we went in and for some reason, this was weeks we were doing it. And for some reason, this random night, I gave this guy my ID that said I was 19. And he was like, no, you can't come in. Yeah, He gave me a look like you're not even trying. I was like, I've been here for weeks, dude. And it's never been an issue. I go home. I was pissed. All my friends got in. I go home. I get home. An hour later, I get texts from everybody. The bar got raided. The cops oh, came in. So, so he, I think they knew. Yeah, he got tipped off. I think they knew it was coming. And uh, yeah, they they made me, made me uh, go home. And I was so happy then. But my buddy got arrested. One of my friends peed outside as the cops were pulling up. And our other buddy got blamed for it. And they he got arrested for publicly urinating they made him sit in his own piss in our buddy's piss he was like what's that then if you weren't peeing and he didn't say like oh it was my my buddy and they were like all right well they cuffed him and they made him sit dude that's unbelievable i feel like that's a little overkill you think yeah definitely i was excessive i was heave hoed out of a bar by a giant goon one time do you know what heave hoed like thrown like this guy was like like cartoonishly thrown out of yeah I, i stuck i remember i stuck the landing and i was like eat that you know what i mean that's like the thing drunks though. Like I showed him, but uh, I, you know, I deserve to get kicked out. I was drinking after, you know, when they close the bar off, there's no more drinking. Mm. I was just filling my glass up and I did it like three times. And then I, then I got, I got carried away. So I'm like, Hey, really? I'm like handing, I'm handing Guinnesses out or whatever. And the guy just grabbed me like, Oh God, not even taking shots, taking the time to pour a Guinness correctly. I mean, oh, forget about what, it. what a brazen attitude. Yeah. Well, I wasn't behind the bars. Like, you know, I was just, just dipping over. Getting the foam right and everything, doing foam art. Yeah, that was one of those crappy bars that let people in uh, underage. But I, I never drank in a bar underage that I can remember because I looked like I was 12. So, like, even if they're going to let guys, if they let me in, they're like, dude, everyone would know, you know? Yeah. That's, uh, you never drank in a bar underage? That's shocking to me. Yeah, I was, and I didn't even, I did go to bars and stuff when I drank, but I never really liked the bar scene. It was too loud. Um, mm. I was obviously Boston, you know. I didn't find it particularly friendly. Like, mm, we would go out mm-hmm. with our group of guys, and I noticed, I'm like, dude, we don't talk to anyone else. It's just we stick with our own guys and girls. You know, that's what was the vibe when I yeah. was in the scene. And um, it was very standoffish. Like, I remember one time I did say, what, like, what's up to another group? The kid did not answer me. And then there's four or five goons. I this, mean, that was the problem. You know, a lot of these guys, these guys I grew up with that are like that, it's like, I think they just had very, very poor communication skills. He's I like, mean, he said, he, what did he go over to his buddies? They're like, dude, we got a big problem. Kid straight up, just walks up. He's like, hi. I'm like, hi. Uh-uh. Not in my town. You do have, similar to our friend, our good friend, Boston native RDP, uh, you do have a bit of a, uh, uh, an aggressive face. It doesn't match your personality. You're very friendly. You're very nice. But I think sometimes when, you, when people don't know you, they're probably like, oh, that guy, that guy looks mean. Yeah, someone said that to me before. They're like, oh, you look mean, but you're nice. And sometimes I am mean. But very, I wonder if I have a, do I have a mean face? No, the exact opposite, bro. Exact opposite. Uh, got a good, I got a good Subway mug. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. They don't know. They look at me and they go, that's a target. Yeah. That's but you also do look right like there. you will call the police immediately. You got oh, that. And you will. Yeah. You don't hide it, which I love. You're why like, wouldn't I? Absolutely going to call them. Why I, wouldn't I? I would too on the train if I could, but it's, you know, yeah. they know they got you down there. Cops can't get at you. And if they do come down, they never seem to do a lot. 
They come down, they always throw their hands up, like, right off the top. Like, ah, nothing we can... I'm like, I haven't even tried. Dude, I was on the subway the other day, and we had one of those performers come on. And oh. you know how they wait? And I noticed it. I've never seen this tactic. They always time it well. This guy uh, came on to... Not perform, just to beg and solicit. And, like, you know, selling, like, crusty books and stuff like that. You know those guys? Yeah, they got a couple old books. It's almost... Half, the book is more of a burden. Like, if you give them the money, like, dude... I don't want just, this piece just of garbage keep the book. book. Keep the book, dude. We got on the sidewalk. It. It's like a bunch of half-used sticks of deodorant, you know, <laughs> tubes of toothpaste. And you're like, what? Why are, you, why are you selling this to me? Like how unsafe would you feel using toothpaste from the subway? <laughs> Defeats the purpose. That was my subway toothpaste, dude. Yeah. I have seen people buy, uh, you know, because a lot of times, I've, have you, you've probably seen this since the pandemic. Buy it thing. from one homeless guy, give it to another. No, but these guys now will have a stack of, like, Marsh, stack of, like, designer jeans. You know, I'm talking like 30 yeah, tags yeah, yeah. on. You can see the, uh, you know, the thing that they take, the security tag. Mm-hmm. So I've seen a lot of that on the train. So those probably sell like hotcakes once you get in the right neighborhood. You just got to find the right market. Exactly. Real tough. Dude, when I lived in this neighborhood, uh, my bodega guys, it was guys that would come in and they would sell them all sorts of stuff. Stuff not bodega related and actual food products that yeah. my bodega would then sell. And I'm like, dude, there's no way I'm buying that. I seen you buy that off. I don't even want to call him homeless because he's probably like a professional thief, you know? Hey, listen, you got to do what you got to do to survive, you know? Some I'm not people buying would hot call, uh, Cracker Jacks to people, save a nickel. Some people will call Aladdin a thief, but, you know, that's a Disney prince right there. <sighs> yeah, I'd arrest him immediately. Forget about him. <laughs> it's nothing but trouble. But, yo, so I was on the subway the other day, and the guy walked onto the subway. I've never seen this before. He walked onto the subway, and then he stood in the door waited till the doors closed and then immediately started his selling with begging. He was like, buy my Bible, buy this book, buy a thing, you know, I need help. And I was like, they waited for the doors. What was his plan? Just to make sure no one. So no one could escape. He waited for the door to close. So that's the thing. I think in their mind, they realize if they start doing it right away, people will get up and leave and they'll go to another car or they'll wait for another train. This guy straight up sat on there, waited till the doors closed, and he was like, I got you. You're mine for the next 45 seconds until we get to the next stop. It's kind of like when the, this is a really old thing, Jerky Boys, Mike Kanuchian, he's a car oh, yeah. salesman. He's like, yeah, if they don't buy, I take their head, I put it through, I put it through the, uh, the windshield. They got to buy. You know what we should start doing here? We should start doing prank phone calls on the pod. Yeah, but only people we know. We should do a prank phone call. That would be great. I would love, I would love some prank phone call action. Yeah, pranks are fine, as long as you don't go over the, over the line, you know? Oh, okay, what's over the line to you in like, a prank phone you know, call? Like, you know, threatening people. That's yeah, over the line for me. Have you, were you a big prank phone call guy growing up? Not, a, not really. Um, I think we dabbled. There was like a pickle. I remember one thing we'd do is they'd be like, hey, call the pickle pickle." Oh, yeah, hotline. we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the pickle hotline, yeah. And it was the, the FBI's FBI. number, which always would scare the hell out of you. Mm, you know, because you, yeah. you usually would do that one from your house when you're bored. You know, it wasn't like a yeah. group one. But yeah, I used to do it. I used to love them until they caught on what was happening. Like, I remember I called like a, a mattress place and uh, I, you know, I was like 13 doing these like so bad. But like, you know, hey, uh, I'm on the run. I need a mattress. Uh, it's going to be quick. People might be after me. And like really digging in, like trying to play that I was a criminal. And for some reason, a criminal on the lamb needs a mattress. Yeah, that is weird. Didn't make sense. You know, I'm 12, 13. And uh, at the end, the guy goes, well, uh, good news for you. I've been tracing this call, and the police are coming to your location, and oh. it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, man, that was the nightmare. I think that was the last time I did a prank phone call for about a year. 
I remember we used to I prank, used to love him. We used to prank a pizza guy. And this pizza guy had a real attitude. And sometimes he would he would smoke whoever was pranking him. Like, he'd go in so hard on your mom. And uh, then there was another number used to prank in my town. I think it was a gas station. But the guy was a creep. And I think he, I think he later got convicted of, like, something. But uh, what did he get convicted of? You know, some kid, like, you know, he was a real creep. He, he was uh, the whisperer. Yeah. He'd answer with this whispering voice and do all this weird sexual stuff. Hello. No, no, it was even, <laughs> it was even creepier. Man, yeah, no, I wasn't a huge uh, phone pranker though. Well, you know, you live and you learn. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I did used to like that a lot. I miss that. Get, I, I miss getting in trouble as a kid because there were no, there were no repercussions at all. You never got in trouble. I mean, I got in trouble. You get in trouble sometimes. Well, you know, I did. Sometimes you get kidnapped for a short period of time, but you get through it. You talking about the fishing lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the kid was fine. He didn't really get kidnapped. He was just in a car. Just, just in a swimming. car, just riding along. Well, like, technically, that is a kidnap. Everything, uh, you, know, you know. Being a kid, held against his will, inside of a car. Yeah. Yeah, being threatened by drug addicts. Uh, you know. All right, what, so what... what uh, what's with the banging right now? I got a lot of energy, man. It's the sun. I'm out there. I'm mixing it up in the neighborhood. I was, I was late, so I... <laughs> were you talking to the locals? Yeah, I was talking I was running a little guys. late, so I made Kerrigan walk around the streets for about 30 minutes. Hey, I used to live in this neighborhood. I was taking a look. It's actually improved. Has it? Get, it? Down near the park, there's a new, like, organic bodega. Good, good food. They got pasta. They got a little more than, you know, it's not just snacks. Then there's, um... Actually, then there's two taquerias that I haven't tried, but other than that, it's the same. Food's tough around here. It's not It great. used to be the worst when it's I was here. Good. And it was like there was one or two things, and they are they're really expensive. You know what the food is great for here? If you ever want to get a uh, chopped cheese or you want to get a chicken cutlet on a roll, that's about it. You want to get a salad? Try Manhattan. Yeah, this is not the neighborhood for that. Or just go up on the the L train. You're at the. Oh, I don't like how the smoke is billowing. I've been quit smoking, dude. Well, I'm not the one. Listen, I've been over here. I've been off the vape, but I I got back on. You know, something about vacation makes me pull the vape up. Well, what are you working with? Some mango banana? You want to try it? No. Why not? No, this thing's highly addictive. I'm not touching that. Not that addictive. Dude, you haven't stopped since I got here. You're hooked. It's watermelon apple ice. Oh, that's too too much. What's it's the an air bar? Okay. Is that like a hot I shouldn't I mean I shouldn't say their name. I mean it's a free sponsorship. Air bar, reach out to Dylan. <laughs> that's dude, free my sponsorship. Friend, my friend there. got uh, sponsored by PAX for that. Right? He was I, he may have been smoking on the air of his pod. Dude, they hit him the next day. Really? Yeah, and um, I think they gave him, they mailed him a Who was vaping on the pod? Derek Drescher, former he? guest. He was vaping on the pod. Oh, dude, you know, mention He should have mentioned the uh, the brand. Scooped it right up. Yeah. Have you been following, um, what was that thing I was talking about earlier? The Trump, any Trump stuff? <laughs> this is, uh, I have a little bit. I This is a time-sensitive podcast, Carrigan. It's still going to It might be, not dude, come out for a few Trump weeks. This Trump stuff's going to be going on for the next two years. I mean, possibly. I mean that's a bi- that's kind of a big deal. Um, An armed raid in a former president's home. Yeah, you know what? It's a good wake up call for the American people because I've been fo- I fo- you know I follow other other stuff. Dude, they've been doing this to the Amish for like ten years. Really, bro? Four Why? four in the morning, AK forty seven. They they get the wife out. They put her outside the house. Wait, Do why you know, are they raiding the Amish? This is the best part. Raw milk. They're like you're not. That milk doesn't meet FDA standards. Get outside. Your wife, t- they strip them down, you know, no. maybe hit them with the butt of the gun. Raw milk. You know what the problem is? They got no camera phones. Yeah, they need the camera They can't phones. record, dude. Yeah, they need to, to get, maybe that's why they're doing it. 
That's probably the plan, bro, to get them on the camera phone, yeah. ruin their Amish ways. They'll have them on TikTok. Their kids will be idiots in a month. I've been watching a lot of the, you'll love these videos yeah. of how dumb the general population is now. I mean, we're at critical critical state here. They were asking the kid, they go, name me. three countries. He named two states and quit. And I was like, yo, I love this that kid. in the we United States? What do you name? Times Square. It was like, he's like named like two, I can't remember. He's like California, Oklahoma. That's all I got. That was. He's in New York. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's beyond, beyond reason. Oh, that's funny, dude. Yeah. I saw one today. I mean, hey, listen, some people are smart in this country still. I will give them credit. It was named five presidents um, before 1990. And this girl named the first five and he goes, can you keep going? She named the next five. She named all the presidents. That's impressive. I know. That's very impressive. Um, did you know they what teach I, you that in school? Uh, yeah, but she knew it. Like, you can tell it was memorized. It was like, but that's still important. I used to do, um, when I was working for the DA's office, uh, this is, you know, probably not. At some point in when you're working there, when you're doing trials, you do so many trials, right, that the jury instructions, it's important to listen to, but you've heard them so many times, you can kind of half listen and know if something's left out or know if something's been said wrong and still do it. So I would sit there and I'd have, and sometimes they take 25 minutes. So it's after the adrenaline of like a closing argument, you sit in your seat and your job's done. Like you're done. The only thing that's left is for the judge to read jury instructions and then sends the jury out to deliberate, right? So what I used to do is I used to sit there and I used to try to list all 50 states. It's harder than you think. Yeah, I think I did. Well, I think I may have aced that test back in the day. I, I bet you I wouldn't be able to get them all now. I got them now. I got them to a point of there are a lot of states you forget about until you're like sitting there and you try to think about it. And then I, I was pretty good. I, I think... At some point, once I finally hit all 50, then it was just, like, easy because every week I was doing it. But, like, it took, like, two, three, four times before I was like, oh, shit, I keep forgetting about, you know, Arkansas or I forget about, like, Nebraska or Iowa, some random, Oh yeah, those are you know, tricky. you those just forget tricky. about some random kind of state in the middle of the country and you're like, oh, I can't believe I forgot about that. And once they're all listed, once they're all, like, narrowed down, when you look at it, you look at it and you're like, there are 49 names here. I don't. I don't remember the 50th, and it's hard to figure it out. It sounds, you know, but, you know, probably shouldn't have been doing that during uh, court uh, and trials, but, hey, I'll admit it now. Hey, the more you know, right? The more you know. No, I'm telling you, I don't know. I, I, remember, I remember talking to old people, like the, not now, like back in the day old people, and I'll tell you this, they knew everything that ever happened in their life. They'd be telling you some boring-ass story. They'd be like, I remember because it was a Tuesday. Timmy McGoop across the street, and they'd give you, like, a piece of his life. Dude, I don't know anyone's name. I know, like, seven names right now, people I know. They knew times, dates. They're like, I remember because I had a licorice candy that I got from the corners, whatever. And, you know, it's like, how do you know all these unnecessary, minute details? Right? Yeah. But you know what it is? It's probably because they didn't have the Internet. There was only a certain amount of information that they were consuming. Yeah. Here, it's different. We got the internet. We're, you know, fired up, dude. I learned today's people, I feel like today's society knows way more about way more things where we've then decided like, okay, it's not that important to know all of the presidents. But I could tell you about transcendental med meditation and ayahuasca, and I can tell you about like different wars that happened in Africa and Russia and like across Europe, just like little tidbits. Or I could tell you about the you know Anunnaki and the Skinwalkers in the Appalachian Mountains. 
I feel uh, like I feel like I gotta step in on that. That Anunnaki and Skinwalker is totally different ball game. Yeah, I know, but they're different. You know, they are conspiracy conspiracy buzzwords, buzzwords and pieces of information that you're learning about, and you know, I love that because like the hardcore Anunnaki guys will be in the comments like, "You son of a bitch, Skinwalkers are nothing compared to the Anunnaki." I do like that. I do get. I feel like every time we do a duo pod, we get sucked right in to conspiracies. You know, I have been kind of off conspiracies for a while. I got to be honest with you. There's nothing like new. Uh, I think they've really changed the algorithms up on my YouTube because they're just not feeding me the, the heat I need. Really? There's a lot of weak, and I got to just put this for the people out there, weak alien footage that I've been seeing. They're like, oh, can you believe this over China? I'm like, yeah, I can. This is stu- It's a drone. Didn't they just release some photo uh, that uh, like a really clear UFO? I didn't. See- I seen a couple clear ones that I'm just not buying. I'm like, this is, I'm not interested anymore. Mm. Well, they also have, they have a lot of technology they could unleash at any point. So they can fake an alien thing right now. Um, that's true. Hey, I think we're going to release this podcast in a couple weeks when I'm going to be on vacation. Oh, surprise, surprise. Vacation boy over here. That's why I'm wearing the shirt. Kids baby. on vacation every week. I think uh, this is going to be when I'm in Hawaii. Oh, wow. Hawaii. In. Well, listen, we'll do a duo pod. I'll tell you all about the trip when I'm... Uh, yeah, I'll hit you up from Rockaway Beach. <laughs> swimming with the sharks. Taking the bus. Oh, my God, dude. I forgot about this. Hey, a couple weeks ago, did you take the bus to the beach? No. Someone hit me up in the comments, a friend of mine that I went to college with, and it was... A clip. He commented on a clip that you were in. It was when we did it with Handron. Okay. Handron's episode. And he goes, who is that guy? And I go, oh, that's my buddy Mike. And he goes, I'm pretty sure I just saw him on the bus talking to a crazy lady, telling her, telling her he was a comedian. We were going to the beach. That's it. amazing that that guy seen that. Wasn't on the way to the beach, though. It was on the way to a show in Jersey on the bus. Isn't that wild, dude? You have such a recognizable... I was probably talking to that kid because he got in... When I was talking Holy to her, like, the shit. whole bus... That happens a lot of times. The whole bus got in on this. We started talking about something, and they what were, were like, jumping What were you talking in. about? She was talking about, like, conspiracy theories. <laughs> she was going on. Like, I didn't... I was just, like, nodding. She was talking about, like... But she, her, her facts were accurate, but she was going against, like, the Fed and, like, how they're messing with the money. She's like, I'm a cash person, all this. That's wild that that kid even reported it. Listen, that's, you know, that's why she's on the bus. She's a cash person. Yeah, you know who was at that show that I was on was oh. Artie Lang. Oh, yeah, Church you told show. me about that. Got to talk to Artie after the show. What was that like? Great. I'm not a huge, like, I'm so I wasn't starstruck or anything, but, because um, I'm not a huge Howard guy, but I yeah. do know Artie in, uh, from watching those clips. And I got to say, the guy, A, looked great, and he was a super cool guy. Did he get his nose taken care of yet? No, no, that's still, that's looking still weird. going on. But yeah, the guy was skinny, color looked good, funny guy, you know, like regular oh, down there. He's hilarious. Um, that that did you hear him tell that story about his nose got uh, all deformed? Oh, his that's where Artie shines, dude. His stories are first of all like you get him on the pod. Re, yeah, we should get him on the pod. We'll gotta make friends with that. him, dude. We'll yeah, work we'll on work it. on that. Um, yeah, that story is crazy. I think the uh, the crazy story is the snorted pig glass story. or something like that. It was accidentally there was like glass in Coke, yeah, or something, and he snorted it, and it was all like it just cut his nose up, and his nose totally shrunk into his face. Oh, he, I think nightmare. he was in Vegas with a stripper, and somehow there was glass in the cocaine. Yeah, that's such a nightmare. And dude, he's been around for a while. Like he was one t- once upon a time. They sent this is just a norm story, but. uh they put Artie Lang in charge of keeping Chris Farley, like, under control. It's like, dude, who was that a prank? 
I mean, even looking at Artie, even if I didn't know him and I had a lineup of yeah. guys, and maybe he doesn't get wasted, but I'm not picking Artie. I pick you know pick someone who's like a like a goody two shoes. Dude, that is good. I I wonder how many times he's been arrested. Dude, we'll ask him when we get him on the pod. We I'm got sure. it. I'm sure he's got a ton of stories. Howard stories. You know my my one of my slickest moves with uh, I feel like I've always been I've never really gotten in trouble, but I've thought about it more. I try to think of my trouble stories. Um, I've been always pretty slick with the cops whenever I have to interact with them. Even I remember one time I was on a I was a bachelor party in uh, Saratoga, and uh, I was underage. I was nineteen, but everybody else was twenty one. Uh, me and this other kid were nineteen, right? It was my cousin's husband, and we're on his bachelor party. We're taking uh, a limo from Saratoga to Albany to go to the strip club, and the strip clubs in in Albany are there's one of them, Dang, you know, yeah. It's not great. It was around the corner from where I used to go to college. And uh, I remember we're in the car. We're all having a good time. We're in the limo. Got a bunch of beer in there. And someone goes out the roof and starts, like, cheering, waving at people. Cops pull us over right away. Now, me and this kid, what? Rightfully so. Well, you know, having a good time, having a little fun. Saratoga cops don't play around, right? So uh, we were out the whole night going into bars. I was just showing them. I had a, a fake ID. Right. It scanned. It was great. It was really good. Yeah. I think it might still be at my house. Probable cause, possibly. Go go raid the house, baby. Find that Statue fake idea. limitations. That's I think, I yeah, like. it's, it's beyond. Uh, and I remember as soon as the cops pulled me over, I was wasted. I was so drunk. But I still had the wherewithal to, I took my wallet out. I took the fake ID out, and I slipped it in my sock underneath my heel, and I put my shoe back on. And then... They were like, pass everyone, pass your IDs up. So I passed my real one up. You don't think you don't think that the fake would have gotten by? No, no, no it was so instantly, bad. Instantly but it scanned, it. so it was great at gas stations. It was great at bars. It worked everywhere because they would be like, "This looks fake," and they'd scan it. I'd be like, "Huh, I guess it's real." And dude, the amount of like bodega deli guys on Long Island who apologized to me when I was nineteen, being like, "Sorry, I doubted you," and I'm like, "You know what?" I'll let it slide this time. I could never get away with that. I was just do it. So I slipped the fake one in my sock underneath my my heel, right? So if they ask me, I'm thinking in my head, if they ask me to take my shoes off, you know, I'm good. If they ask me to take my socks off now or strip searching me, um, then I'd be fucked. But so they go, everyone pass your IDs in. So everyone passes their real IDs. I pass my real ID that says I'm 19, right? And they look at them. They're looking through. And then they're like... All right, uh, who's Dylan? Get out of the car. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. But I'm also like a little drunk where I'm just like, fine. So I get out of the car and uh, the guy's like, you drinking? I was like, I have been. (laughs) Yeah, I have been. And he goes, where have you been drinking? I go, "Uh, that bar over there, that bar over there. And uh, he's like, how'd you get in? I go, I just gave him that idea and they let me in. And he goes, really? I go, yeah. I just gave him my real ID. He goes, that it says you're 19 years old, and they just let you in the bar. I go, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it works here. And he goes, okay. You can get back in the car. And they made us dump the beer out. and they let That us was go. it? That was it. Was that was pretty hard. slick, though, right? You were playing hardball. I think that's pretty slick. Slipping the fake in my sock while being wasted. There was a split second. I was like, what if I pass the fake up? They'll know, and then I'll get arrested for a fake yeah, ID. Yeah, they'd probably know immediately. Oh, yeah. That's wild, yeah. Did you ever have a fake ID? No, I looked too young. I, I looked real young. Uh, I had a friend, a buddy. 
I never did it with this guy, though, but they used to always tell me he would do it. I, I was with an alternative beer group. Jake was our beer guy. He was a oh yeah. He was yeah, a beer yeah. baron. There was it's like not like a like light dude. He did it all the time. But this other kid used to dress up in a suit on Fridays and go in with a briefcase, and then they drive him to Jamaica Plain, Boston, to a rougher area, so it looked like he was like getting off work, and it worked a lot. They would be able to. Oh, do it. that's good. Yeah, it's like that's classic. Like putting two guys on top of each other, sitting on some guy's shoulders, very close. in a trench coat, very close to that. And I'm sure the order was also like. Off putting, like, yeah, let me get six cases of Natty Light. Let me get two two bottles of Goldschlager vodka. Oh, Goldschlager's not vodka, by the way. What is it? Goldschlager's like a cinnamon, I think, one of I, those cinnamon type drinks. Man, if I tasted Goldschlager right now, it would probably just remind me of drinking in my parents' basement. I never trusted that. I'm like, dude, there's oh. no way they can afford gold for all those bottles. <laughs> just don't even, don't even tell me that. Why? Yeah, the amount of gold that you just people are draining the vodka and getting the gold out in crap. You know, liquor, is that are we really that what we're doing with our gold nowadays? I guess so, dude. I wonder our economy's in the shitter. Who's in charge here? That's what I want to know. Bitcoin. Yeah, you know This who? is an advertisement for Bitcoin. Bitcoin. We should also, you know, we should reach out. You know who I've been loving recently online? Who? Beetlejuice from Howard Stern. Lester's his real name. Lester. We love you, buddy. The guy, I love, I just love the way he interacts with people. Yeah. And it, he'll always, his stories are the best. He'll be like, yeah, this guy, Johnny, was a suicide they shot him in the back of the head. You're like, what is going on with this story? Who? What are you talking about? You know, just Beetle a random guy. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah, but who's He's killing always telling themselves? these stories? No, but he'll call it a suicide. But it'll be like, yeah. Well, so what happened? He'll be like, yeah, two guys came behind him, blew his brains out, killed himself. You're like, what? <laughs> oh God, dude. Yeah, he's a funny guy. He's been through a lot. Have you been dating at all? No, I haven't. I think I, I got a girl's number um, yesterday. Really? But I'm really not. I'm not even trying to date. How'd you do it? What did you do? I was Tell at the, me about at the it. Show. Oh, after at the, the show? show? After the show. I'm really not trying to date, but I'm just trying to, I was, I'll network. But at the same time, you know, if they call me, I'll go on, you know, you'll obviously. If they call me. you, you, you didn't text her? I did text her. Yeah. What'd she say? I told her to call me. Call you? What are you, 60 years old? No, but I don't want to call people. No, she, you don't have to call, dude. You send a text and you go, hey, it was great meeting you last night. We should get a drink sometime. Yeah, I'm not interested right now. What? <laughs> I have no interest. I think once we get the Patreon started, we're going to have to do a uh, Mike gets a girl's number and calls her every single week. That yeah, will be a I, segment I no of the pod. chasing these women around. I think a lot of guys are coming over to my ship. And I'm not really in that ship because I'm not looking, but I've been talking to mm -hmm. a lot of guys. And what they actually want yeah. is a quality woman or a wife. But, like, it's so out of context. They don't say that off the top. They're, like, describing these attributes. I'm like, yeah, you're looking for a wife. You know, but in New York, it's like such a whore culture. You know, we're living in a whoredom. Men and women, not just oh, women. Oh, Don't not say just it, women. you know. It These men? Yeah. Disgusting. These guys are disgusting. They have no no self-respect. But um, What do you mean? Like, this is a very... I was talking to a couple guys, and I realized mm -hmm. that they're looking for that more quality wife. Okay. Or p potential wife. And I'm like, this just is not the scene for that. You know what I mean? It yeah. really... If that was your goal and we made a reality TV show, it's like, no, you got to find like a... And they got to pass the quality test. Not someone who'll just marry you because they're wasted for like three days. You know, one of these drunk like a Vegas. What would you do a Vegas wedding? No, oh, that's a bad not, way to, dude. For, dude. I'm not going near that place with my wife. Vegas, come on, dude. That's setting off the that's setting the bar real low. You're starting off on the wrong foot. I'm not saying if it worked out for you guys, that's fine. But Vegas, I don't really know if I'm a Vegas person. I don't like gambling. You almost got married once. Yeah, not like not like Vegas close. Not like you know. 
were jumping in the car and driving? Yeah, no, no, but it was it was on the table. It was discussed, and there was even maybe I was thinking about finding you know saving up for a ring. Hey, some would say, thank God it didn't happen because otherwise this pod probably wouldn't exist. But I will say it was not one of those scenarios where the person the person was a great. You know, because a lot of times you're like, you dodged a bullet. She was not a bullet. She was a, a keeper. A and keeper. She, yeah, and she got married very... Quickly after you. Not quickly, but a couple years. But um, How's she doing now? Well, once someone gets married, I don't talk to them. I'm, I'm very traditional like that. Respectful. I would speak to them, like, if in public or for some reason, but I don't... I find that all... Huh. Yeah, I'm not... Interesting, Michael. You know, they got to focus. They got their man now. They got to focus on their own. They family. got a marriage, you know. You got one of these jerk offs that's like dipping in some sad guy, like, hey, you remember me? You ever think about me? Huh? Like, don't you love those sad guys? <laughs> Who are you talking about? A guy I met at the train. <laughs> but he was a lot. He was a riot. I think he had a mental problem, but uh, very funny. Sure. What did he, what was he saying? Every that? story, he'd start out, and I was trying to keep it yeah. positive. He'd always swing it back to some like, horrendous depressing story but he's like i'm doing fine though i'm you know i'm I'm gonna work through it you know what i've gotten tricked into recently a couple times is someone it's hard to tell the difference between someone who's like older and needs help and someone who's running a scam running a con oh yeah those are tricky dude there was a guy i was waiting uh, at jamaica train stop waiting to get on and he was like uh which train do i take and i was like oh this this one's going to new york he's like okay all right i'm on the right train that's good and then he like stood by me because i was like helping him and i was like oh okay this is just like an older man who maybe needs some help and i'm happy to do that you know oh yeah this is the train this is okay not this one we're getting on the next one this is where you're going perfect and then like as the train is coming he's like can you help me with my stuff? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then he, like, pulled his, like, whole house that was, like, packed in suitcases from, like, around, like, the staircase. And I was like, I've been fucking conned. Well, that's not, uh, that's not, like, I mean, you got. And I helped him, but still, I was like, I got conned. That's not the worst type of scam. Sure, no. Then he was just really, he was, like, wanted to sit next to me. And I was like, "Ah, I'm, he's like, well, we're going to the same stop. And I was like, I I actually changed my plans. (laughs) And I kind of, I felt bad. I pawned him off on this, like, other older lady who was kind of, I was like, they can just be together. Yeah, you figure they're, they're old. They're yeah, they, old. they started talking. They hit it off. And I go, maybe I started a love connection. Who knows? Oh, yeah, you're really taking a leap with that one. This lady was, like, dressed for Broadway, you know, uh-huh. like, traditional, like, going to, like, a Broadway musical, Broadway play. And he was dressed for survival. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, it's rough out there, man. It's, you it's know, that's rough. a meet cute if I've ever seen one myself. Yeah, so, hey, did anything happen up in Vermont? Uh, yeah, I was up in Vermont this past weekend. I'm trying to think. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. I love going to Vermont. It's just super relaxing. We just hang out. Um, yeah, nothing crazy happened. We just did a fire, bonfires, drinking a little bit, chopping wood. It's a real mix of relaxing and work. Yeah, that's you know? cool. Yeah, I love it up. Th- I go go to Maine. I might go to Vermont this year. I don't know where I'm going to go. I like going up. You go, well, now, when you go, do you go by yourself? No, well, I would, but uh, you uh, go by yourself, take mushrooms in the woods. No, no, parents, brother. Oh, okay. Now we got the new dog, so we want to bring him swimming. Hey, your brother just followed me on Instagram. All right, great. That's great. I followed him back. Yeah, that's cool. He's a great guy. Real win. Real win for me. It was like three days ago. I was like, hey, look at that. Another Kerrigan. Yeah, I want to bring my dog. My ideal thing is like, I I picture like there's no other dogs, but I know that won't be the fact because like I've let, oh, yeah. uh, I let my dog off the leash sometimes if he sees those new, Mo- those new hybrid dogs, you know, those like like softies that are like a p- labradoodle, bro. He just beelines. You got a big dog, right? Yeah, he beelines Ready for to him, eat. shows no respect, and just starts 
bullying, attacking. People are crying. It's a nightmare, bro. I've left parking lots. People screaming. And it's uh, I hope up there there'll be either big dogs or no dogs, so I can just let him run around. He's really not yeah. that bad. He's just a you know he's a, a male dominant male type dog. He wants to fight. And yeah. if another dog's big and tough, he will respect that. He won't run up to a bulldog and pull that garbage. Mm. He's new. He's new. I love him. They're nice dogs, but they're soft. Mm. My uh, my my brother's dog. We had my brother's dog up there, which I do. I love that in like this area. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the woods. So like he. He, he's never on a leash, right? It's great. And he'll listen because he gets like scared to like get too far away what from kind? you. Uh, he's a, a mix, like kind of a lab and like a, like a um, hunting dog maybe. He's okay. just kind of like one of those like mixes, like kind of looks like a lab, but he's like black and white and brown. And uh, he's so good. And he just, he'll like follow you. So I was going on runs. I don't know if I mentioned that. Uh, I was been running. <laughs> um, and I was going on uh, these little runs and he would just trail along with me. And every loop, he would be like, all right, you ready to go in the house? And I'd be like, nope, one more. And he would just follow me. It was great. Yeah, that's cool. I love those dogs. Yeah, my guy my guy actually will follow you around. It's just if another dog comes, he'll just go after him. Um, hey, you know what? I, I One of my friends said I need to tell more stories about college and where and things uh, that happened in college. And it made me think about this. We used to do this thing. Tell me if you've ever heard of this. Have you ever heard of uh, people doing this type of party? Pro- it, it stopped happening. I don't know if it was because too many people were going to the hospital or it was just offensive. Uh, it was called Around the World, right? This is what it was. It was yeah. called Around the World, and the townhouses in my school, in my college, we would, uh, there was all these, like, 30 houses in this, like, circle. And uh, each house would pick a country, and you would serve drinks from that country. And every hour, you'd have, like, five houses. It would be, like, 12 to 12.30, and it would be, like, Ireland, Japan, Germany, uh, America, and you would have a themed drink. So people, it ended up, people would like just get so drunk because it would be like starting at noon, you try to hit all four houses within the first half hour, then all four houses which in, with 12.30 to one. Dude, people, I remember one of my acquaintances, one of my buddies in college went to the hospital, got picked up and blew like a, a 4.0, like that's like dead. You get pumped? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then he, you know. Did you have to dress up in like different, like you had to dress yeah. up, you were from another country? Yeah, we were, uh, my senior year, we were Japan and we served oh, sake bombs. Dude, if you did that nowadays, that'd be on a CNN article. There like, are pictures. Yeah. There oh. are pictures, baby. You can't do I, anything. Listen, no, it wasn't bad. We just wore like, it's not. we saw, we, we, we served sake bombs and uh, some would say maybe culturally insensitive, but you know, I thought we had a respect for the culture. We didn't get like, you know. We got, like, real sake, real Japanese beer, and uh, made it, you know. Yeah, this is the thing they don't even real know. Real good. The people, f- I've watched many videos on this, the people from those countries, like, if you dress up in all Mexican attire for Cinco de Mayo, you got a big hat, and you know, you look crazy, the only people who care are white libs. You go to the Mexicans, they go, no, man, we, they think it's fun. They're like, they like that you're you're doing it. Yeah. They're not going to be like, oh, how dare you, you know? I think we should start a, uh, a man on the street show where you just dress up in traditional cultural garb yes, and then go to. We'll go, I'll definitely do that. We'll go to NYU and just watch the rage. And then we'll go to uh, whatever cultural neighborhood in New York that is. And then you can ask if people are offended. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that. Of course you would. What was the name of that game? I'm going to get my ass kicked for just being the cameraman. Was this this, you called it Around the World? So Around the World, yeah. I had a totally different, I did know a game that was similar to that. It wasn't a game, the whole school, it was school sponsored. 
Like That's the school crazy. was in on it. And then it was every single weekend. The year after I left, they canceled it. They were like, no more. I think because my senior year too, that was, uh, the houses were connected. Each house was connected by a stoop, right? And that year, one of the kids in the house, uh, it was, we had buddies. It was these uh, friends that lived in both houses next door. So they kicked down. They literally like demolished the entranceway in the house. So it created a nine-man townhouse into an 18-man townhouse. Like the wall, they ripped the wall down. That's white privilege right there. Ripping walls out. That is white privilege. Uh, well, you know, that, was, that same weekend, one of my buddies got uh, transported to the hospital and um, they, he ripped, he ripped the IV out of his arm and ra- like they left him alone in the hospital bed and he woke up at like three in the morning, ripped the IV out of his arm and ran back to the school. Been, it was like a three mile run, ran back to the school. The next morning they go to his room and they were like, you were uh, transported last night and um, you left the hospital. And he was just like, no, I wasn't <laughs> just straight up denied it. And he was like, we have the records. We have the records that you were picked up by an ambulance. What are you talking about? And he goes, nah, must've been someone else who gave my ID. And they were like, we could see you're still wearing the bracelet. And he was like, nah, oh. not me. Not me, dude. Straight up. That's like Beetlejuice level denial. It was, was, I remember, what a wild story. This kid, I told stories about him before. He was a wild man. Yeah, around the world. I thought you were talking about, there was a game they played in Tijuana. I think I've seen it outside of Tijuana, but I remember it specifically from Tijuana. It's, you'd get a baseball um, bat or a wiffle ball bat. You had to do some running and you'd have to drink all throughout it. There'd be shots and beers, and then you had to put your head on the wiffle ball bat. Oh, you're talking about, uh, like, spin the bat? Yeah, and you run around yeah. the bat. Yeah. And they did that. This is a Tijuana version. And then you had to jump over a very low volleyball net. You know, it was like a foot. Oh, that's tough. And this one kid did the spin. He ran, did a flip, but he just landed flat on his back and straight up passed out, blacked out. And I remember the people came over to help him. I go, oh, this is great. They took him by the legs. There was a gate in the back that was access to the beach, and the beach was madness. You could see it. They had sprayed yeah. in donkeys. Dragged him out and just ditched him on the beach. And that's when I knew I'm like, we are not in America anymore. You screw up You you screw up here, you're dead. And I only remember all Bad this because it was like the one time I went to Tijuana sober with my drink and fr- my friends were all drinking. Yeah. And when you leave, we're at Senior Frogs, which I've never been to. It's like a Senior little, Frogs? Senior Frogs, yes. <laughs> senior Year Frogs? Senior. They're just Sorry, I forgot that. Ready to graduate. The, uh, the yeah. squiggle above the uh, senior frogs. They're about ready to graduate, enter the workforce. You know. Well, here's the setup in case you ever go, which I don't recommend going to Tijuana. Why not? In, uh, because it's crazy. So when you leave, you're allowed to leave with your drinks, right? Mm. Everyone leaves with their drinks. The minute like you get outside the gates, there's federales everywhere, and they swarm and just start banging everyone. Really? Yeah, but they let you leave. That's why I don't know. Are they working with that? Place? Probably. Probably. Thankfully, I wasn't drinking because I would have definitely left. With a drink, you know, I, you know, yeah, then you'd have stories about being in a Mexican prison and, you know, now I regret that you don't have that story. Or there'd be no stories because that's the end of the line, (laughs) dude. It's the end of Mike Garrigan. Tijuana jail. Imagine what that's a, um, I have rights. They're like, no, you don't. You don't got any rights. (laughs) No one read me my Miranda's and they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, dude? Dude, I don't know what the law is down there. Miranda's arrested. She's down the hall. Yeah. They're beating her severely. Good but that dude, that was so fun. I think about that, like that level of drinking and partying. I used to love that, dude. We were, yeah, we were, uh, we 
where yeah japan and that was so fun i have pictures where it was these townhouses that fit like 50 people you'd have 120 people crammed in shoulder to shoulder just taking shots from these plastic Saki. shot glasses sake and sapporo doing sake bombs oh yeah i think i've had sapporos um I remember one yeah, night. Did I tell you? So anyway, like our complex, when I lived with Jake in our complex, there was a lot of different people there. They're from different countries. We all would kind of meet up mm. for a certain period of time. Then I think things. Your version of around the world was just getting drunk at different people's apartments. Kind of. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So that would happen. And I remember one night there was one apartment with sushi, but it was in a roll. It was like the size of a table. Okay. So it was like, it was like kind of, that was like the classy I didn't stay. Like, I'm like, this is, you know, these people are, they drink different than us. You know, I didn't want to bring our world into their world. Of course, Jake gets in the mix, and he loves, like, binge eating when he's drunk. Dude, he ate a disgraceful amount. Like, he ate it like a sub-eating competition. They kicked him out. But then he, you know, like, he ruined their night. You know, it was a dis- that was, sushi was probably not cheap. It was like a big, and he starts eating it like it's a sub Like, and he... <laughs> Barfs, projectile barfs all uh, over, <laughs> all over so the place. bad, dude. Holy shit. Oh, man. We were talking about that with someone else recently about, like, when you have anything like sushi. I was talking to someone who had real sushi. Mm-hmm. Like, you go to Japan or whatever, it's like a small portion of fish only. There's not anything with it. Like, the real hardcore Oh, sushi. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you come to America, we just make everything just huge. Mayonnaise and teriyaki yeah, sauce. Yeah, it's just a big burrito. It's fried. Yeah, they were yeah. selling it at Rite Aid. Like, whoever invented sushi was never like, yeah, I hope someday they sell this at a questionable pharmacy. Dude, if you're buying, if you're buying CVS sushi, yeah, I what's mean, going on you deserve that? to get food poisoning. If they're not getting food poisoning, which I don't think they are, that's even more troublesome. Because it's like, what are they spraying that down with? That's raw fish. It's been sitting there all day. Like, who are they getting it from? You think it's top-class sushi? Like, oh, yeah, this is the Rite Aid batch. How's your uh, how's your roommate situation going now? We oh. haven't gotten any updates. Good roommates are great, man. We, yeah. We're in a great zone. That's pretty we got great. Rid of, um, crack pipe Mike is gone. Uh, if you're out there, buddy, no hard feelings. Uh, Mike was cool in his own way, but you know that, that was he. I don't know, but Dude, the, you're fidgeting around so much. You got so much energy, the right? Crackle now. the crackle. Uh, I'm not on crack. Separate subjects, but um, yeah, that crack will get to you like that. Listen. A lot of meth going on in New York City. People don't know that right now. I just seen a whole thing on it. Really? Yeah. Up around like 23rd Street, this real nice neighborhood, people are moving out left and right because they're coming into the building and fornicating and smoking meth. And they have it on camera, which is the worst part. And it was, you know, it's funny to watch high class people describe what it was kind of like my train story earlier. And he goes, yeah. Well, I'm walking to school with my kids every day, and there are gentlemen pooping all over the place. They're <laughs> pooping here they're doing they're shooting heroin up in the middle of the day and uh they have it on video and they start showing the video and it's like dude this is this is wild this is crazy yeah i mean it's there are parts there are parts you got to stay away from and rent never been higher (laughs) just hit an all-time high five thousand dollars is the average price for a one-bedroom manhattan Manhattan. right now yeah yeah that is it's not that doesn't shock me at all it's just so like you know what's shitty is when COVID was happening and the prices were so low and affordable in New York, that's what New York rent should be. It should Even be lower, affordable. Really? Because you're not, you're like, dude, the place is gross. You know what I mean? It's fun, but it's gross. Um, things aren't open like they used to be. It's not that 24-hour city that they used to brag. No, they, no. they could say that to you. They're renting it like, yeah, you pay for this apartment, it's location. You can get 
Like basically in the old New York, it's like, dude, you can get sushi at four thirty in the morning if you want it. Name something. You yeah. want a steak and lobster? There's a place that you can get it. Yeah. Now, not really the case. We got we got to go to uh we got to go to a nice dinner, dude. Oh, we're going out to a dinner. We, we got to go business to dinner. dinner. Business dinner. Business. Discuss the pod. Yeah, maybe uh, you know what I'm thinking. I even I even got a couple places. Japanese steakhouse. Japanese steakhouse. Yeah. You know, it'd be good. We could go to um, uh, Korean barbecue. Korean barbecue also good. Also good. Also that good. would be fun. I just like had that. Korean barbecue the other day. Love the beef. The beef was very good. Kimchi. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, oh, dude, I love kimchi, huh? Yeah, I'm on more of a. Bad. I'm on a higher protein diet right now, trying to uh, get ready for Hawaii. Um, I've been eating like I've been eating like a savage recently. Really? Yeah. What have you been eating? Not not really. I just eat whatever. I haven't been you know on my. Di- I used to cook. <clears throat> yeah. When I cook, I'll maintain. When you're out to eat every night, you're gonna start just getting sloppy weight on you. You know what the problem was when I was in uh, when I was in Vermont. This is something when I when I get off my schedule and I go on like a vacation or I go away, dude. It's everything. It's just like we'll have dinner, we'll have breakfast, but then I'll just like you know. My mom's got like a, a jar of like Swedish fish just like sitting on the counter. I'll just be eating eat like 20 you Swedish get, fish you gotta throughout get the, the day. You got to get those out of the house. I know. Get some fruit. Have like a finished dinner. I'll go to like put the, uh, oh, I'll just have a cookie. Have like two get cookies. a bag of peaches. It's peach season. You love peaches. Oh. Yo, you know love what we them. love? We've been growing, growing vegetables in Vermont. Growing our own fruits and vegetables. Uh, we cut open a cantaloupe today. It was uh, this weekend. Wasn't ready to go, unfortunately. But now we know. We End know. of August, probably. Yeah, you think? September. We got, dude, we got grapes up there. We got apples. We got watermelon. We got cantaloupe. I'm all about it. All we got, about uh, it. We got squash. We got jalapenos we're growing. We got corn. Dude, yeah. the corn up there, next level, baby. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to take over this place, do a pot up there, have a party. Dude, I would love to have you guys come up. I oh, think it would be so dude, much I love fun. it. I love it. Yeah, dude, you can bring your mushroom tea, do it in the woods. Dude, you got a, uh, you got a lake? Uh, there is there is a pond. Yeah. We'll find it. We'll yeah, find there's it. a pond there. Pond, a stream. We'll do some swimming. Matter. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. Yeah, do some Swamp. swimming. Oh, dude, it'll be a great time. Yeah. We'll we'll do a Patreon episode. Oh, absolutely. You know? invite, a, invite a Patreon member up. Oh, yeah, dude. That's, we'll that invite. sounds like the beginning of a modern horror story. Where we both get murdered. Yeah, or... Or it's a setup against that person, and then they have to struggle. For I think more ris- realistically is like we bring a Patreon subscriber, and it ends up that they're a stalker, and they end up murdering us. Dude, anybody who's even willing to go is obviously a stalker. I would never do this. Like I'm just doing it for fun here. If someone's like, "Hey, we got to go along with him," I'm like, "Dude, I'm not going." <laughs> All right, dude. We're, we're this. This flew by. That's an hour almost. Dude, we're just under. It. But hey, I was late. You came in ready. We came in ready to rock. You got to be ready to rock. I tried to, there's a husky out front, so I was trying to, you know, make friends with him. Pet the husky? Yeah, but he, you Is know. Is that why you were late coming back? No, it was, that was another dog up in oh, the park. okay. And Mike loves to stop and talk to dogs. Love, uh, love the husky. Doesn't matter what the owners look like. Spitz breed specifically. I'm a big Spitz breed guy. What is that? That's like huskies. You know, the curled tail, Akitas, oh, yeah, Spitz. Okay. I like a little wolfiness to my dogs. Ah, got it. Got yeah. it. That makes sense. Yeah, maybe I'll bring my dog when I, if I ever have him in New York over. Yeah, why not? Bring him to the house. trash this place. It'll be covered oh. in hair. You think it'll be good? No, he'll be good. He's good. No mice in here. We got rid of the mouse, baby. We got rid of it. My roommate caught it, threw it outside. Did I tell you that? He he sent me a picture, Put uh, snuck up on it. I think it ate some poison. He snuck up, put a, put a little, uh, like a, a container over it, and um, flipped it into the garbage can and walked up three blocks and threw it away. Alive? Yeah. Oh, he'll be back. No. Oh, yeah. Three blocks? Three blocks is nothing. You got to go over like three bodies of water. 
No, yeah. dude, he's not gonna come back here. Yeah, I knew. I heard, I knew. I knew this guy used to do it with squirrels. Dude, I told him I would have fucking banged it, banged that bag on the sidewalk, bonked him. Dude, listen. Once it's in the bag, just hit it a couple times on the uh, the old sidewalk. Listen, I don't approve. I don't approve. Yeah, thanks for that graphic animal uh, cruelty here. Graphic on the story pod, of you beating animals to death. No, listen. It's a mouse. It's it's moving into my home. I mean, every right defending your home and your property and yourself. I mean, it's. Crawling all over my bed, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot a, of wild cats. That's a death here. sentence. There's dude. a lot of wild cats in this neighborhood. I'm too. hoping the cat gets. Yeah, it. they'll get him. They'll get him. There was a snake, dude. Did you know this? What? There was a snake in Bushwick. What kind? Yeah. I don't know. Like a python. Uh, they, uh, a friend of mine told me they were at the bar over here. That father, father knows best. Yeah. And uh, they're sitting outside on the patio, and they're sitting there having a drink, and they they're talking. They're like, "Oh, look at that! It's like a decoration. Like a snake is sitting right there. That's weird." Um. And then all of a sudden they went and told it and they were like, no, we don't have a snake decoration over there. And then the snake started like moving and like slithering. Yeah, that was probably a big snake too. Big snake. Yeah, that's definitely Tons an snake. over here, huh? Yeah, till the winter wipes them out. No good. All right, you all right, ready to wrap uh, it up? Let's wrap it up, baby. Give them your plugs, baby. Yeah, follow me on Instagram, Mike T. Kerrigan. Uh, Michael Kerrigan, I think I'm on TikTok. Just look me up. Also, you can find me at Brooklyn Comedy Club. Pretty much every week. Yeah, Dylan Krasinski on Instagram and uh, YouTube and TikTok and uh, Troublemakers on YouTube, Troublemakers underscore podcast on Instagram and Troublemakers podcast on TikTok, baby. We will be back next week. Uh, I'm, I mean, I don't know when this is going to come out, but I'm going to come back with some real ripping hot Hawaii yep. stories. Ready to go. Yep. Rate, review, and subscribe. We'll see you next week. Good night. Excellent.